0: well 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 is that an acoustic intro i hear well this can only mean one thing that reese is about to do another podcast episode yeah yeah that's all it really means just means i like this kind of intro music i think it's a nice way to set things up for what hopefully is an interesting and entertaining episode but it may it may not be who knows who knows? But it's going to be a lot. We're going to go through a lot of things today, and I hope that you'll find a few of them in, in, entertaining, some interesting, some like, hmm. Let me let me think about that. Let me think on that. Or I probably throw all that out the window and just come with what randomly comes up to my mind as soon as this music stops. Speaking of stops, I'm going to end the intro right here so we can hear some of this music. So this is yet another episode of the "Is Told by Reese" podcast. I'm your host Reese, and you are my listeners, my very best friends in the whole wide world, and maybe the only people that actually bother to listen to me in my actual life. <laughs> Just kidding. You, even you, don't listen to me. But hey, hey, that's all right. Few things, few things I want to talk about. <sighs> okay. First thing I want to talk about is work and jobs and employment. I know, the really fun stuff. The really, really fun stuff. So a little while ago, I told you about the job that I didn't get, but I was okay with it because I didn't really want it anyway, even though I paid a lot of money. Uh, I just felt it really wasn't a great fit for me, not where I am in life, et cetera, et cetera. So since then, I've been working this one job that I did have. But in the back of my mind, I, I will tell you this. I've never quite felt comfortable in this job yet. I never felt settled into my role. I've never felt like my job is safe. And there's a few reasons for that. Number one, I'm a contractor through a temp agency for the job. So that means technically, while well, I work for the company. I don't really work for the company. I work for the temp agency who's contracted with the company and gives us work, et cetera. Et cetera. So that means anything that's run through like that i need or want i have to run through the temp agency first like if i need a day off blah 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 etc and paychecks come from the temp agency not the company itself so that excludes me from a lot of things like if i wanted to get a loan for whatever reason maybe buy a new car buy a new whip as you kids say i couldn't because that's a temp agency and it's known as a temp agency and any company that do, that'll do that do its due diligence, any company that's worthwhile to do, due diligence will see that and say, mm, we can't approve you because temporary employment. <sighs> so here's another problem, right? I wanted to sign up for the health insurance for that company. And wow, <laughs> it's so cost prohibitive. And I, I hate that I'm now like, health insurance is a thing. But it's so cost prohibitive that it's like, ooh, this will be a significant chunk of my check every month. It'll be like the second highest bill that I pay, period. And I live places, (laughs) so that's what I'm saying. It's it's, It's more than my car note, which I still have right now for some crazy reason. So that, I was like, ooh, now here's the thing. I have some friends that work inside the company. The insurance they pay inside the company, so much less than temp agency and so much better. But let, let's let rewind. Let's rewind time here. For this temp agency, there were about, mm, I want to say 12 people hired. 12 people hired from this temp agency for this specific role. All right. So we were chugging along for a couple of months here. And... Out of the 12 people, I would say there were several people that kind of picked it up right away. And several people that had no idea what was going on. No idea at all. They were very nice people, very lovely people, very good people. But they just couldn't get it together. (sighs) Well, eventually, one day out of those 12 people, 12 people were there. And then the very next day, 8 people were there four people they just got rid of they just flat out got rid of um and they it was handled very cal- callously in the way that these people were still on the email chains and it just came back user user not available or user doesn't exist or whatever the technical jargon is it's like oh well that's oh oh so yeah they were eliminated from the position which hey that happens in jobs it's happened to me before it happened it's happened to a lot of you listening to this a lot of you quote unquote listening to this and for me that was an interesting sign i was like hmm because the way they talked that this would be at least you know six months and then we'll see what happens etc cetera, etc cetera. <sighs> but it's fine it's fine those people got let go we're a more condensed unit, but there's still plenty of work. There's a lot of work to do, and the remainder of us were pretty good at doing it, or so I thought. Um, I certain things I can't say in here, because it, in the off chance that someone who works for the company ever happens across this, the, this podcast, this episode, I don't want to get any of the insiders who are my friends in trouble, so there's things I'm going to leave out, um... But essentially, I was told, hey, I I, I wouldn't have to worry too much right now because I was one of the better quote unquote workers there, which is incredibly surprising to me because I really got the impression that the manager, the person in charge, didn't really like me all that much. Um, I don't make too many mistakes because I I, I abhor mistakes, but I would make like one newbie mistake a week. It's like, ah, I wish I could be mistake-free for the whole week. But that's just the, I don't want to say perfectionist in me, because I think we all have a little bit of perfectionist in me. But that's just really the perfectionist in me talking. So, uh, talking to my friends, talking to myself, I said, hey, calm down. This job is not only the easiest one you've had um, almost ever. It's also the most pressure-free, or so you think, (laughs) or so you think. That's a little preview, a little sneak peek of the future. So, certain things kept like adding up to me a little bit. Um, The people that work for the company have incentives, bonuses, and overtimes. Things that we, as um, contract workers, are not able to get. They also get paid more. And then, I started comparing notes with some of my fellow people from the temp agency. we realized a lot of discrepancies. We realized a ton of discrepancies that were not good. Namely, number one, there's a a difference in pay between what they said they were going to pay us and what they ended up paying us. Here's the problem. We didn't have it in writing. They never provided it for us in writing. And then we just started working there. Now, under normal circumstances, I would have (laughs) demanded things be in writing. But at the time of getting that job, I was really I was on I was desperate for a job. I was desperate for a job because I, I I had odds and ends works et cetera et cetera. But money was quickly running out and quickly, and things had to happen. So I said, as long as they say whatever it gets close, I'll be able to reevaluate re- things in a few months, et cetera, et cetera. Let me just take that job because right now or or then back then. I needed the win because I I put my resume out there. I know how to interview, all those things. And I wasn't getting the responses that I used to get. And also working for myself was no longer a thing. But I did notice the the issues. And then, right, this is why uh, corporate culture, like I don't try to get into deep to corporate culture or buy into a company too much right away because some of the temp agency people that came on, they were just doing too much. They were trying to be the light. Like we'd have these meetings twice a week. They were trying to be the life of the party. They were trying to really ingrain, ingratiate themselves with the company, but it felt very inauthentic. It felt very inauthentic. And, I mean, it didn't work for me, but I'm like, hey, I guess it works for those people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But we'll, re- we'll, we'll realize later on it didn't. So, this person would, pardon my language, kiss a lot of ass. And then have something to say about everything. Uh, would be this big cheerleader. Would always try to have something to say about any topic that would happen. And it made our meetings long and insufferable. Insufferable. So, that would happen for months. It was, it's been like two months. It's, well, officially, I'm, I've worked there for over three months now. But it was a couple of months. And we're we're on, we're working, et cetera, et cetera. First, a na- first, uh, federal holiday comes up, right? And we work for an organization that is not open during federal holidays. Not at all, right? So, they're not. Open for federal holidays. It means we can't work. If we can't work, then that means we get the day off. Period. So, the, the only problem is we work for the SEMP agency, not the company. So, we need to know, hey, how does that day off work? How does that day off work for us full-time workers? <sighs> so, uh, we asked our direct supervisor within the company, and they reached out to the SEMP agency. And we were told, oh, they just... they. They, they're paid by the hour. So, if the organization is closed that day, they, they do not get paid. And they should know this. Here's the thing. Looked it over. With all literature, with everything, there was never a mention of that. There was never a single mention of that. We definitely didn't talk about it during the interviews. We definitely didn't talk about it during the recruitment phase. It was just something that was never mentioned. Here's the problem. <laughs> we can't make that time up. The company we work for doesn't allow for comp days. Does not allow for that. Doesn't allow for comp days. Doesn't allow for makeup days. days. The, their employees get paid during federal holidays, and they assume that's how it worked. But that's the problem with getting paid through the temp agency. The less money the temp agency has to pay us, the more they get to keep. This is contractual. They get paid regardless. how much of them getting paid do they pay out to us so essentially what i am saying is for federal for any holiday any holiday you're talking new year's you're talking christmas you're talking thanksgiving talking all that any single holiday that the company takes and it takes all the federal holidays we don't get paid for not only that Any days off that we have, we have no such thing as paid time off because we're temps. So we don't get paid for those days off. We don't have paid time off. We don't holiday. We don't have vacation pay. We don't have any of those things. We don't have sick day pay. We just, you don't work that day. You don't get paid for that day. The end. That's it. So imagine if you're a parent with kids who have been in school all year and now it's the summertime. You could take a summer vacation maybe you maybe you maybe for a week you take off and you go down to florida with the kids maybe go to disneyland maybe not but you go somewhere for that week and you're good because you know hey i've got paid time off all of a sudden you have to make a choice do i take that week off and not get paid anything and just lose out on a week's salary or do i just not not take a vacation now, there's things in between. I could take a couple days, a couple days. But here's the problem. You're still losing out on that money. That money is a sunk cost. You'll never make that money, period. Because they don't allow for that. Now, here's the thing. None of us, they didn't they never told any of us that to get us in the door. And if any of, of us knew that when they offered us the job, I'm sure, because there's a few people with children... I'm sure they would have thought about their options a little better. But they never told us. They never told us about it. So we were not given all the information. I'm going you right now. If I was told that, I probably would have kept looking for another job. Just because these things are starting to add up. And they're feeling very oppressive, especially with a know now. Because guess what? This week, earlier this week, out of nowhere, out of those eight people remaining, four people disappeared. And you're like, oh, maybe they left. Nope, because they all disappeared on the same day. Oh, there were another round of cuts. Four more people got cut from the company. Were they good or bad at their job? I don't know. I know they weren't as bad as the first group. Hmm. Well... It's looking like this stability that they promised and all these other things isn't as stable as we thought. Funny thing is, I have been waiting for this. This is kind of the other shoe to drop. Because I never thought this was too stable an environment for the temps. Because I'm like, hmm, what we're dealing is a very cyclical thing. There's a lot of work in it right now, but at some point, the work is going to decrease itself. When the work decreases itself, it's a very basic accounting term, LIFO, last in, first out. (laughs) And they've been showing that because out of the 12 temps that started with this company, 90 days, barely over 90 days later, four remain. In another 90 days, Maybe there's going to be one that remains. Maybe there's going to be none. But now that pits the four of us, the four of us remaining against each other. Our files, they have to be perfect. Our work rate has to be high. Like now, instead of a collaborative team atmosphere, it's every person for themselves. Because they know at any time we could be fired, the best way to not get fired is to be at the top of the operational list. What? <laughs> so this job, all along, was a trap. And that's why I never allowed myself to get too comfortable here. That's why I never allowed myself to get too comfortable. Because it's like, mm, this job is a little too easy to do. Again, still, it's the easiest job I've ever done. It's also probably the busiest job I've had to do. Because it's just like, file after file after file after file after file after file. And now with the added pressure of oh, you have to keep doing these files. Like, you can't fall behind or you might be next out the door. It's just all go and no let up. If you get efficient at it, the more efficient you get at it, it's just the more work you get done. It's no, okay, I'm done with the work because as soon as you're done with the day's work, they already have the next day's work there for you. The next day's work is already waiting for you to get the previous day's work done And there's always a time pressure. You have to get the work done by a certain time. Or you got to have a great explanation why it wasn't done. And I didn't get to it is an explanation that will get you out of the door. And we're easily fired because we're temps. And here's the thing, right? I don't know if I could win an an employment fight. I don't know if I could win an employment fight. Why? Because... SEMP agency might just say, hey, we have this other job for you. And it's, it's guess what? It's your favorite thing, customer service. And then I would bash my head against all of the walls in my house. And all the walls in everyone else's house. Because I do not want to go back to customer service no matter what. <laughs> I'm being serious about that. It's just, I, I don't mind people, I love people, et cetera. Et cetera but that was... That is the most draining work I've ever done. Just dealing with people the whole time. she got to deal with their emotions and all that thing, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to sound terrible saying that. I don't want to go back to that. Don't send me back to that. So now the what looked like a job, a gift job, a gift job, a layup job. And I was like, mm, you're not really the job you crack up to be. That's like any job, any relationship. Here's the turn. Any job that you get is not going to be perfect. Even what you think your ideal job is because there are going to be things that you weren't you weren't made aware of before you took the job or things might evolve while you take the job. They say if you do what you love, eventually you'll stop loving doing it or something like that. I don't know if that's the case because I've never done what I love for a living, but I've done what I love for a nothing. (laughs) And sometimes I'm not a fan of it. Sometimes I'm not a fan of doing what I love for a nothing. But, you know, you keep doing it because you love it. And you think, eh, at some point it might bear dividends. But it might not. It might not. So right now, I can't say I'm that comfortable at this job anymore. (laughs) can't say I am. Because I know they can take, just with any job, it can be taken away from any time. But this one especially, it can legitimately be taken away from me at any time. Because it's taken away from the people that I came in with at any time. They weren't made aware of it. It's just, hey, you were there one day, and you were gone the next. So, how could I feel at all comfortable in this? I can't. Realistically, you tell yourself, hey, what's going to happen is going to happen. You just do what you can do, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm working hard to be the last man standing at a job that may not hire me. <laughs> and then I'm I'm back at the temp agency's mercy. And that's another thing. You can't go too hard on the temp agency because, hey, the temp agency lied to me, et cetera, et cetera. You didn't do this, that, and the other. Temp agency say, hey, guess what? You're no longer associated with us. You're no longer working for us. It's been pulled. And guess what? That company doesn't have an open permanent position. You can't, you can't latch on with them. So you're just kind of in no man's land. You are in no man's land right now. And that's where I find myself. I'm like, do I rock the boat? And yeah, I know. I know. The correct course of action right now is to look for another job. <sighs> but I looked for another job a long time before landing this one. And I do mean a long time before landing this one. And it's just, that's an exhaustive process in and of itself. And this job isn't perfect. I, it, it could use a, a higher pay, among other things. It could definitely use that. And also, a vacation day or two. But it's just, it's not so easy to say, hey, get another job. Especially when jobs you're qualified for, blah, 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 aren't, aren't in high supply. They're in high demand, but they're not in high supply. So you're dealing with one of the most overqualified fields in the history of this this current run, with with like with less opportunity. I'm not going to say than ever, but with significantly less opportunity than there should be. So it's not just a simple mecha like a high mecha honey hole and make it happen. I wish it was, I wish it was, but it is not. But I'm not down about it because whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I've been laid off before. I've had to shut my business down before. I've quit job before. I've, I've done all of it. So I know that whatever happens, I'm going to land on my back probably. I'm going to probably land on my back. But then I will be able to get to my feet. <clears throat> now i probably trip once I get to my feet and fall back down. But this time I'll fall forward. So I'll be able to brace my fall with my hands, you know, scrape, scrape my hands a little bit, scrape them like the palm, then say, okay, (sighs) get to one knee, dust myself off by the sides, stand up, finish dusting off. And then that time I'll actually be standing. And then I'll say, hey, I landed on my feet. Speaking of landing on one's feet, Right here would have been a perfect opportunity for an advertisement for a footwear company, a sock company, a foot powder company, something with feet, see? And you too could sponsor me if you had money and I I would read your ad. I would read it so well. You'd be like, oh man, he's reading that ad. Great. He's so great at reading that ad. And that was my advertisement section of my podcast. You love it, don't you? It's funny about the podcast with those advertisements. They just run on and on and on. And I try to fast forward them. And like there's they read the ads at the same time. And it's like four ads in a row. So no matter how much I fast forward, I'm still catching ads. And then I fast forward a little bit. And then it's like, oh, I now they're in the middle or like the second or third sentence into whatever they're saying. And I'm like, oh, the context. I don't get the context. I have to rewind. So I go back, but can't get it perfect. So you're back at the commercial. And it's like, ah. When will this vicious cycle end? When will this vicious cycle stop? But not to worry, you could always listen to me because there's no commercials on here. Which is interesting because here's a prediction I have. Just like with YouTube or Instagram, all those other places, and and they will start auto generating ads on podcast episodes without the podcasters' permission or without their compensation. That's what's gonna happen. Hey, these are these are our platforms. You're lucky to be on our platforms. We're going to re- we're going to get revenue off of every stream you have. So we're going to put ads on this. Period. Whether you like it or not, that's what's going to happen here. I'm telling you. I don't know when, I don't know how, but in these fights, the fights always go with the money, and the money is definitely with the platforms. So. That is what is going to happen. Eventually, they'll find a way to not pay the people who actually make the podcast, but instead the people who platform it. Just like YouTube. And I know what you're thinking, what do you know about YouTube? Unfortunately, I know a lot. I've I've been making videos for six, six, seven years now. So I, I I know a thing or two about the tube, the tubester. Uh, I barely said the tubester. That's really lame sounding. But yeah, no, I I was making videos for a long time on that platform. And I went from, hey, you're a partner. We're going to pay you to, hey, you're no longer a partner because you don't have X, Y, and Z. So we're not going to pay you. But hey, at least there's not going to be commercials on your stuff. And then that went to, hey, you're no longer a partner. We're not going to pay you. And there's commercials on your stuff because... This is our platform and we do what we want. What else are you going to do? Take it to Facebook? Like, sure, I will. Facebook's like, ah, we already got you. We'll we'll, uh, we'll put commercials on there whatever we like. So it truly, truly, truly doesn't matter. If it's someone else's platform that you're doing anything on, they can monetize it. So that's going to be the next thing. That is going to be the next thing with podcasting. Because it's only a matter of time. They're still trying to figure it out, but there's so many different people doing so many different podcasts that it's going to go there. It, that is going to be, maybe not the next wave. That's not going to be the next wave, maybe, but eventually. And then a couple of years down the line, when you hear when you hear commercials just randomly pop into a podcast, so you know the podcaster didn't do it, well, Reese was right. But here's a little secret. I usually am. In my mind. In my mind. I don't know of anywhere else. But in my mind, I usually am. Well, not really. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. Like, oh, Reese, what a bad, horrible take. And what a bad, horrible human being you are. (sighs) But uh, I think I'm going to go now. Because I got work to do. And so, that is going to wrap up this episode of the As Told by Reese podcast. So glad you listened to it. Hope you were entertained by this episode. I know I was entertained in telling it. And it felt good. It felt cathartic to get it out there. To get why I never felt quite comfortable at this. Because, honestly, you know, you hope, you've ever had that feeling like, Mmm, something's not right here. It's like an itch in your brain. But you can't scratch it. It's just like, well, anxiety. You're just being anxiety. So stop it. Is you're just you're imagining things. But then those things happen and you're like, ah, I was right all along. And then you realize, Oh, I was right all along. Crap. And then you realize, oh, I I it would have been better if I was wrong in this instance. Yeah, this is one of those. I wish I was wrong in this instance. Because I don't want anyone else to lose their job, but I definitely don't want to lose my job. But it's a very real possibility. So I can only do what I can do. And um, I think I'll take my anxiety along with me. It's not that I want to. It's just that they refuse to get off the bus. Or the plane. Or the train. Or the automobile. Or the horse. Whatever. Or the wagon. I wish they would fall off the wagon. And I would stay on. Because I got places to go. And that place is to making another episode of this podcast, which I enjoy. I like doing this. I like doing this a lot. Only problem is sometimes I'm too exhausted to do this. I'm too exhausted to do the things that I love, which actually I'm going to talk about that maybe in the next podcast or maybe in like several future podcasts. And I'll keep talking about over and over again to like, hey, that's enough of that. Speaking of enough of that, if you had enough of this podcast, you could always email us at nameofthispodcast at gmail.com. Also, leave reviews on all the places, because we're everywhere. We're everywhere. And yet, apparently, by the numbers, we're nowhere at the same time. What it means to exist right now. But anyway, thanks for listening so much. We've had a good time today. Um... I always appreciate when you visit my corner of the universe, and one day I'll come visit yours. Have have a seltzer water. I think that's what I like right now. But until that day, we'll talk to you next time. See you later.